Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Before I get into today's episode, I wanted to um, tell you about something I'm super excited about. I'm working with Estral to allow you to explore my podcast, articles, and books in a whole new way. And uh, it's basically the Angry Therapist AI. And before you roll out your eyes, I just I just want you to know that uh, here, here are some of the uh, ways you could benefit from this. Um, getting immediate tips tailored to your life slash relationships. Uh, you can get highlights and a lot of my books in a shot glass, right? So you get notes. Um, there's going to be a carousel of bullet um, bullet points and a lot of like cliff note type of things that file things for you so you don't have to like – you know, look through all my shit, which is, which is, uh, I mean, 15 years of 15 years of articles and podcasts and all this stuff. And so, um, it's all going to be at your fingertips and, uh, it's, I've already tested it. It's amazing. So just look out for it. I want to tell you about it. Okay. I want to start with a quote this morning and I don't know when you're listening to this. It may not be morning, maybe night, maybe day. Okay, the quote goes like this. This is by uh, Carl Jung. Experience is, for me, the highest authority. The touchstone of validity is my own experience. No other person's ideas and none of my own ideas are as authoritative as my experience. It is to experience that I must return again and again to discover a closer approximation to truth as it is in the process of becoming me. Now, a lot of people don't put a lot of weight on experience. I, you know, maybe I put too much weight on experience, but, uh, you know, I, I tend to be more of a logical person. Half of my life was living in logic on that plane. And so it wasn't until... I start to kind of drop into my body and put weight on the experience that I, um, that I felt something different, that I felt like I was actually changing. I I don't think, uh, because logic's slippery, you know, and I don't think that uh, just by trying to outsmart yourself that you're going to change. I really think that I call it secondary change, change that's not reversible, right? Um, like puberty, puberty is not reversible. You can't go back and, um, anyway, sorry, John, stop with the, stop with the comedy. Just you're a therapist, man. What are you doing? Hey, wanted to share with you something I'm super excited about. If you go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash premium, you not only get commercial free episodes, but also something I'm introducing called series rotating wellness topics, but not only lessons, but what do we do with this information? How do we thread this into our life so we could change our life? Go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash premium.
let's let let me give you an example. Okay, so say you have this false belief because of your story and um, your upbringing slash relationships, and you believe that you are unlovable, right? Say that there is a false belief that you believe you're unlovable. And throughout the years, you're aware of this, and you realize how that ripples into uh, relationships, right? Maybe because of that belief, um, maybe you self-sabotage, maybe you uh, fall into relationships that you know will be short-lived. Um, I don't know, how, however that manifests. and you want to dissolve this false belief, right? I mean, we all want to dissolve <laughs> a, a belief that that uh, that we are not lovable, of course. And so you try to outsmart it. You try to think about it, you know, logically that you are lovable. And you read a lot of books and you take courses and all that. But I really believe that until you get yourself into or until you give yourself the experience of being loved without condition, until you are giving yourself the experience to love in a, in a safe space or have those moments where in your body you feel, oh shit, this is a different feeling. This makes me feel uh, loved without condition. This makes me feel seen, heard. And, you know, a lot of my clients are are like, well, well, how am I supposed to give myself that experience if I'm not, you know, dating anyone? Well, you could give yourself that experience in other relationships. It doesn't have to be just uh, romantic relationships. But what's important is that you don't miss the feeling because they do come in moments, right? You don't miss it. Instead, you grab it and you walk into it and you allow it to be absorbed in your body. And I think you know, this quote with Carl Jung, uh, you know, he says, uh, um, returning again and again. And, and the way that I take that is, it's not just one time. I mean, the experience has to, you have to give yourself many of those experiences until you believe something different. I know for me in my life, um, and of course, I like many of you have a lot of false beliefs that I still live with. Um, and by the way, these false beliefs, they, they live on in our, uh, they're, they're underneath, they're buried, right? They're in our uh, subconscious. And so um, half of the work is just trying to unearth them. Half of the work is just trying to realize uh, who's at the wheel and why you do what you do or why those, uh, or why you think uh, how you think. Most of us are running on autopilot. Most of us are um, <clears throat> living just by default. Instead of, uh, and, and I think this is what people mean by conscious living and unconscious living. If you are just living by your programming, what you've been through, if you've never had um, a software update, you know, assuming like you're a phone and uh, you're running on old, old programming, then that is uh, not, not living a conscious life, right? That is um, when you kind of start to exist. And that is when you're grayed out. That is definitely not where, where you are potent and unique. Uh, that is where you and empowered, right? That's, uh, that's, that's Clark Kent trying to find a payphone. Okay, that life. And that's, that's a life I, I've lived uh, all my 20s, 30s. Um, it wasn't until probably 35 that I just started turning the corner. Just started getting curious. I mean, not even practicing, right? Just getting curious about what could be different. 
how I could show up different, right? How I could um, pull from a side of me that I haven't to set myself up for uh, new experiences. So for me, because uh, they do come in moments, it could be um, a new ex- so for, yeah. So for for me, man, I think for me it was like <sighs> imagine the different categories of your life, right? There's love and relationships, um, friendships. Uh, relationships with your family. Uh, there's career, right? That's a huge one for us. Uh, I would say also movement, fitness, you know, uh, that stuff is also uh, wellness, diet, all of that is a, a big part of your life as well. I would examine all the areas of my life, the big life pie pieces, and I would ask myself daily, what new experience can I give myself? So, you know, a simple example is um, I got into fitness at about 35. I did my first squat at 35 and um, fell into functional fitness uh, slash CrossFit. And every time I, I, I would go into the box, I, w- I would ask myself, what new experience do I want from this class, this one hour? You know, do I, is the goal to, um, be stronger, faster, um, or, or is it to actually, is it not about the scoreboard, but is it to, um, do a workout without being competitive and without putting pressure on myself and then being okay with that on the drive home. Right. And so like, what new experience do you want to give yourself and why? So that, that was the big question for me. And it wasn't a one-time thing. I think um, many people do ask themselves this, but it's a once-in-a-while thing. I turned it into a lifestyle. And I think in the new experience, whether it was uh, proving myself wrong in a workout or let's say I went on a date, what's the, the, the new experience I want to give myself? You know, And then also kind of bringing it back to you, right? So it's not so much about getting something, but it's about um, perhaps seeing something through new lenses, which then gives you a new experience. Uh, maybe eating a meal, you know, and, and I'm purposely talking about things that are dated, that are in our everyday. Um, because yeah, we all want to give ourselves the new experience of uh, traveling to Greece and, you know, eating um, amazing foods and, and all that. Uh, but for most of us, it's going to be finding things in the mundane. I mean, in order to give yourself a new experience again and again, it's going to be finding things in your current life. And I think this is what's what's truly powerful is finding things in your life, spaces, right? Like I mentioned, whether it's movement, career, uh, I don't know, your passions, relationships, whatever, finding the the spaces in your life and asking yourself, what's the new experience I want to give myself today? And if I give myself this experience, um, what's the result of that? Is that going to help me dissolve some of my false beliefs? Is it going to convince my body <clears throat> that there's something different? I think that's the biggest um, change for me is when I was in my 20s and 30s, it was about convincing my logic. And then after 35, um, I got fascinated with convincing my body. And I really believe that our bodies uh, is, a, is a stronger radar. 
if you want to talk about uh, attracting, I think it's a um, a stronger force. Uh, I think it's a um, it's where you know wholeness and connection to self lives, right? And so it, it's just more powerful on every level. So, what new experience do you want to give your body? If you drop into your body, what's the new experience you want to feel? If anything, I hope today is a reminder for you to start asking yourself that question. And I think over time, if you start giving yourself new experiences and you're consciously aware of them, if there's intention and you're not just, you know, um, doing it without awareness, because then that slips. Uh, but if you are aware and you drop in and you feel in your body this new, this different, this is how you start to rewire. This is how you start to recondition. This is how you start to work inside out. And I think this is um, this is secondary change. This is the kind of change that's irreversible. Thank you for listening. Be well. Be well.